0: Tonight, week three, the title of my sermon is this, The Thirst is Real. The Thirst is Real. We're reading from the book of John. It is in the New Testament. It's the, the fourth gospel. And um, we're reading from the book of John, chapter four. Anybody have a Bible in the house today? Anybody have a Bible? If you do not have a Bible, uh, we have free Bibles on your way out. Just go to the Connect table that you, sign a, you signed in. Yo, where's my Bible? I need my Bible. All right. Um, So if you have your Bible, just read with us. If you don't have a Bible, we got a huge one right behind me. Uh, So here we go. John 4, 7 through 15 says this. A woman, a Samaritan, came to draw water. Jesus said, would you give me a drink of water? His disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. The Samaritan woman, taken back, asked, how come you, a Jew, mm -mm -mm, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Uh, Jews in those days wouldn't be caught dead talking to Samaritans. but We know Jesus breaks all the rules because he's just awesome like that. Jesus answered, if you knew the the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink. And I would give you fresh living water. Verse 11, the woman said, sir, you don't even have a bucket to draw with. She tried, Jesus, and this well is deep. So how are you going to get to this living water? Are you better than a man than our ancestor Jacob? who dug this well and drank from it, he and his sons and, and livestock and, and passed it down to us. Verse 13, Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again. Man, anyone who drinks of this water will get thirsty again. I love that. He's just, first question tonight, what are you sipping on? What are you sipping on? Because Jesus is clearly saying that, yeah, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life, I'm the well. But if you drink from that well, you'll go thirsty again. It's huge. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artesian spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, sir, give me this water So I won't ever get thirsty, won't ever have to come back to this well. That's how it's a nice talk. The thirst is real. Can you just bow your heads, close your eyes for these next 20 minutes? I believe God wants to speak to you and do something amazing in your life. Come on, forget about the person next to you. Forget about what happened before you got here. Forget about what's happening after church. Man, these next 18 minutes, I want you to give everything to God. Open up your ears to hear. Open up your eyes to see. God, I, I come before you humble. I pray my words fall right here, but that your words speak through me and to your church, God. We're here today because we love you. And when we're here tonight, God, because we, we, we want a little bit more, God. We want a little bit more. God, show us new revelation through your word. and speak to us in a mighty way. And everyone says, and everyone says. Can you make a little bit of noise right here at eight, nine o'clock? It's getting a little late. Man, we're living in the worst times, y'all. We're living in terrible, terrible times. Um, It's crazy. If you talk to your parents, the first time they probably saw a naked woman on any type of like magazine was probably by like high school years. Uh, Studies show that the first time children are exposed to pornography or, or anything sexual, it's actually the age of six. So you can see that literally, like, things are advancing. Kids are growing up faster than ever. And, and sex, sex is just something, it's just advertised. It's all over the place. And, um, and, and this, this, this thing, I, I, I can't even explain it, but it's just, in this new millennium, it's just today, in 2017, we, I, I really believe we're living in, in some pretty bad times, and that's why I believe that the church is beginning to fill up, how our church is growing. I mean, I was talking to other church leaders not too long ago, and they are like, man, every, all, over these, all over the world, churches are beginning to grow. Because I believe, man, when it's super dark, come on, light shines best in these moments and in these areas. But I believe it doesn't deny the fact that we're living in really bad times. Uh, and this is why I believe it's the worst of it all. Because right now, the culture of today is this. Do what you feel. Do whatever you want. Do what you feel. Do whatever you want. Um, you know, and for, exa- for example, food. You know, if you ever been to Burger King, come on, have it your way, right? <laughs> come on in and have it your way, however you want the food. You can got, can I get no pickles? Can I get no sauce? Can I get no th- Can I get some mac sauce? Can I get a side of, ch- side of cheese? Side of cheese, side of cheese. Can I get this? Can I get that? Clothing, I remember the first time I experienced Nike ID. Anybody know what that is? Nike ID, you pick your own pair of Nikes, you style them exactly how you want them, whatever colors you want. You put your initials on the bottom, your initials on the top. It's just an amazing, you customize things for whatever. I want all red sneakers, I'm gonna get all, all red sneakers. Um, shopping, how many you guys have ever been shopping before? Like, who's an online shopper? I love you. Online shoppers, like you don't even go out anymore, right? Like, and then it's like, okay, after you online shop, the next big thing is what? How fast can this get to my house? Right? Like, next day shipping, right? Like, we're in a we're in a society that we get whatever we want, whenever we want it. We get whatever we feel like getting as fast as possible. Like uh, houses back in the day didn't look like houses today, right? Like, houses back in the day didn't have all this amazing stuff. Houses today, like you gotta have a fridge. Like, you got what well, they have. You gotta have a microwave, you gotta have a stove, you gotta have a TV, you gotta have Wi-Fi. Like all these things are like necessities. Back in the day they had candles and they had chairs. And it was a good time. Everything about today is just what I need, how fast can I get it, how can I get it exactly how I want it to be. And I really believe the game has changed, not only with clothes, food, shopping, even with girlfriends and boyfriends. Man, I want a guy like that. I want a guy like this. Man, I don't even want the emotional part. I just want all the physical lust part. Man, I don't even want any ties no more. That's like today's culture. I don't even want any strings attached. I just want to do what I got to do and bounce. I want what I want. I want this girl that day. I want that girl this day. I want this guy that day. And I want that guy this day. And I want a black guy and a white guy. And I want a Spanish girl and a black girl. And I want all these different things. I want what I want because that's today's society. Do what you want. Do what you feel. Everybody's okay. Do what you want, do what you feel. And this is a bad way to live, y'all. It's a terrible way to live. Um, And and there's something else. And I don't know if you've ever ever heard of it before. It's called Tinder. Um, Tinder's literally created for no strings attached. Whatever you want, you look at it. You don't get to talk to the person. You don't get, it's just, is she hot or is she not? And and you literally swipe through people and and you click. And and studies show on the span of like probably that same night, you can actually get laid by not even knowing the person, like doing what you want and doing what you feel is the worst it's ever been. If you here on Tinder, just act like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and it's crazy because as a people, as a church, as a society, we're letting the thirst take over. The thirst is taking over, y'all. Like it, Like never before, it's taken over. And, and I'm, just, I'm not just talking about all this for no reason. Here's the thing. We all are thirsty for something. Come on, write that down. I'm thirsty for something. We're all thirsty for something. All of us in this room, we're thirsty for something. You're either thirsty for attention, thirsty for likes, thirsty for followers, what you post and what you do and how you tweet. You're thirsty for DMs. You're thirsty for snaps. You're thirsty for calls and FaceTimes. You're thirsty for, for love. Come on, we're all thirsty in some type of way. Some of you guys are, are thirsty for success. You're thirsty for money. You're thirsty for financial stability. You're, you're thirsty for, for, for more money and, and, and a promotion and, and more clothing and more possessions. Come on, we're all thirsty in some type of way for something more. And I want to let you know something, it's natural. That's a natural thing that you have about yourself, to be thirsty for something. I'd be lying here if I told you, man, you want more, you want money, man, you're the devil. You want more of a lot of stuff, you're the devil. You're thirsty for something, man, you are going to hell. I'm not gonna do that, why? Because we are born with a natural disposition to be thirsty for something. Can I tell you, church, you were created with an inner thirst, my first real point tonight. You were created that way. When God created you, he said, let me take a piece of you that you're always going to try to fill, that only I can fill. You were created thirsty. Come on. If you feel like you've been jumping to relationship, to relationship, like Jesus said at the well, you're drinking from something, you're going to get thirsty again. You've been jumping from from from, from all these different things to try to fill that hole. Jesus is looking at you today and saying, listen, you've been drinking from all these other wells, but take one sip of me, and I promise you, you will never go thirsty again. <laughs> Psalms. Come on. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When he is your shepherd. You're not going around looking for all these different things. When you accept Jesus as your shepherd, there's a place that you will get as a person, as a Christian that says, man, I, I don't need that. I don't need to go out. I don't need attention. I don't. I got attention from my daddy, from my God, from my father. I don't need approval. God gave me my approval. I don't need your, your, your positions. God gave me a position. I'm saved by grace. And God has more for me. Amen, church. You're here with me tonight. The world desires attention, man. We should desire God's attention. The world desires security. We should desire the promises of God. The world desires love, man. We should, we should chase after real love that's only given by our heavenly Father. See, being thirsty, being thirsty isn't the issue. The question is, what are you thirsting for? Being thirsty isn't the issue. You created that way. Being thirsty is not the problem, yo. He God put a hole in you that only He can fill. What are you sipping on? Come on, write that down. What are you sipping on? And here's the thing. The enemy of your soul is a liar. Like, the devil exists. He's real. Uh, I'm not not saying that to scare you. We don't talk about the devil too much. Why? Because he is under your feet. He has no power over you. There's nothing he can do to touch you. And if he does kind of mess with you because God said, go ahead, do it, they're going to end up stronger. Come on, he needs God's approval to touch you at all. So we don't talk about the devil that much. But, man, the devil is lying to you. And he's telling you, do whatever you want and do whatever you feel. I believe it's because we're thirsty and we're created that way, he sets things up. That'll confuse you to believe that that will quench your thirst. He lies. He's, he puts some things up that'll confuse you to believe. Wait, is, is this gonna quench my thirst? Is, is that gonna quench my thirst? I remember we started the year off in January, and I literally I was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna drink, uh, I'm not gonna drink soda uh, for like a long time. Uh, I'm gonna just drink water for a month." Anybody wanted to drink water starting the year? Thank you. I'm not by myself. Um, so I was like, "Yo, I'ma drink water for a month," and and I drank water for two weeks, and um, and that was it. I, I had no stamina, all right. Uh, but I remember two weeks. Yo, two weeks was just water, in every meal, it's a it's a big deal. Like you like swallow some toothpaste. You're like, "Oh my God, what is that? What is that?" Mint. It's like a Perrier. What's going on? Shrinking water, and. I'm drinking water, I'm drinking water. We go out to a restaurant, and they had like these really cool glasses. So it's really hard to tell what's Sprite and what's water. So I'm next to my sister. And I had, not my sister, I'm next to my somebody. I'm next to, probably, I don't even know. I'm next to somebody. And I re- literally remember like grabbing my water, being so convinced it was my water. Yeah, give me that water. Goes in my mouth, and I just feel the burn of the soda. And a part of me is like, no. But a part of me is like, yeah. Come on, that burn. That burn. like, it hurts, but it's good. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Man, something that looked like water was not water. Something that appeared as something that I was used to. Something that appeared as something that was thirst quenching was actually the opposite. You ever drink so much soda and you keep drinking soda? One sip of water, you're like, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm straight. Man, how many things has the enemy been setting up in your life that you think is going to quench your thirst, but you end up more thirsty than before you actually got there? Come on, the enemy's lying to you. He's setting things up. He's giving you hey, hey, this, 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 this. This will quench your thirst. And when you get all through that, you're like, I'm more thirsty. Come on, do this, do this, do this. I'm more hurt. Come on, do this, do that, do that. Go go drink, go do that. Go smoke, come on. I'm more depressed than I was before I tried this. And now I'm addicted to it and I feel worse. Come on, you don't need a girlfriend. Try porn by yourself. Go ahead, try it by yourself. I feel lonely. I feel depressed. And what's crazy is is that we always try to satisfy the the, the quick, the the quick thirst, right? Whatever's good for now. It's the enemy. He's literally telling you, do something now and just forget about later. But man, how many guys know that pornography would ruin your marriage? Because you're used to being with different women every day. So now the person you're supposed to be with for a long time journey, you're getting tired or sick of her and you want to do things that you saw and and you're twisted now, all because you took something temporary and you confused it, you demented it, and it's not how God intended it to be. What has God showed you in your life that was set up to not be what God has for you? Lies told by the enemy. Love whoever you want. This is huge, y'all. This is like culture today. Love who you want and don't care about anything or what anyone has to say. You wake up, you do what you want to do. Be with whoever you feel like being with. And and I'm telling you, being a person that is led by your feelings, you're going down a dark path. You're going down a dark path. It, it, It amazes me. This is today's society. Love whoever you want. Do whatever you want to do. Like if you really take that into consideration, have you ever felt like doing something terrible? Have you ever really felt that way? Like, I'm gonna kill my whole family? Some of y'all just get so emotional. I'm gonna kill myself like that! Imagine you did everything you felt like doing, what would your life be like right now? Imagine the lowest points of your life, the lowest moments where you feel like giving up, the lowest moments where you feel like doing something terrible. Imagine if you lived life doing whatever you felt like doing. And it amazes me because that's today's culture, but then some people act like animals and then we judge them for what they did. People end up in jail. People end up shooting up schools. Like, man, look at that person. He's crazy. But you're telling him to do whatever he feels like doing. Felt like doing it. It doesn't doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. We live in a society today that says love wherever you want. But I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. And and sometimes this, this has to be installed in us that God has a way for me to live, and I'm not just going to live how I want to live. I'm not just going to do things how I want to do things, because I'm going to end up in a dark road that's going to forever mark my life and mark my future. We got to be people that says, yo, the line stops right here. The line stops here. It stops with me. I'm not going to do whatever I want to do. I'm not going to just feel like doing whatever I want to do and then do it. Man, God has something for me. The line stops here. Psalms 23, one to two, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. He makes me lie down in green pastures. I love this. Will, do we have the umbrella? We don't have the umbrella, man. Um, so like, have you ever seen a shepherd before? You guys ever seen a shepherd? Um, it's like the dude with like the long drapes and he's walking with a bunch of sheep and he's just graceful, right? know, he's chilling and all the sheep, he has a bunch of sheep. Have you ever seen the picture? of uh, the dude holding the sheep on his shoulders. You ever seen that before? Yeah, usually they have Jesus doing that. <laughs> they have Jesus holding a sheep, taking care of it. Uh, here's the thing. Like, you know the staff that they have? It's like one's the stick, and then one's like the curvy part. You know what I'm talking about? It's like every Christmas cantata you ever been to. Like, they all have one. Come on. Alright, <laughs> just keep it real. Um, Alright. <laughs> Some of you guys are like, I'm scarred. <laughs> Same thing. Alright, so it has the curve and it has the stick. You know, we, we love the part that has the curve because that's what Jesus used to pull us in, right? That's the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got saved. Yeah, he's my shepherd. Yeah, Andrew and I, oh, I got saved last year in June. Come on, it was an also I went to the altar and I got saved. But nobody ever talks about the other side of the staff. The stick. And what happens is if you literally like studied shepherds, like I just a little bit of research. Um, shepherds, what they do is, whenever a sheep begins to wander off, they flip the stick. And then they have the stick part. And they just whack that sheep as hard as they can on the legs. Sometimes they break the legs of the shepherd, of the sheep. Sorry. I'm already crying. <laughs> the sheep? A little bad. But this is break the legs. So now he's like this right? And that's the picture that you see when they're holding the sheep. Jesus just beat the crap out of that thing. He's carrying the sheep. Man, what if we took correction differently than how we see it? Listen, sometimes we're in with God and then we feel like doing something else and we get consequences. And you know you're going through the consequence when this becomes your prayer. Lord, if you take this one thing away. You know, you're living in a consequence when you're by yourself in your room, like, "Ah." (laughs) God, this one thing, (laughs) (laughs) just don't let this one thing happen. (laughs) Oh, God, you're just scared of the consequence. But, man, the thing is, whenever some of y'all still like that, was me, (laughs) but smacked it, smacked the sheep. What happens with the sheep? That the sheep. Whenever he feels like leaving the shepherd's side, flashbacks. No, 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 I got to stay next to my shepherd. Whenever the sheep begins to wander off, whoa, 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 whoa. He looks at his leg. He sees the scars. Chill, bro. (laughs) I ain't going to get hit again. Man, what if that's how we saw the correction of God? what if that's how we saw every time we get hurt? Listen, I don't know who you are, but sometimes you have wandered away from God and you've been hurt, come on, and you've been treated wrong, you've been talked about, come on, you've been hurt in the deepest parts of your heart. Man, what if that was God's just way of telling you, listen, come close to me because I got you. You've been trying to do your own thing, but come on, I'm going to let that happen and it's going to hurt just a little bit, but I'm going to pick you up, come on, and I'm going to take you further than you can ever go by yourself. I don't know who I'm talking to. But some of y'all have been feeling hurt. Some of you guys have, because of what you've done, me including, man, consequences suck. What if we saw consequences in, in the exact way that it was meant to be? Man, God wants me to stay right by his side. I've been trying to do things my own way. I've been trying relationships my own way. I've been trying dating and sex and all this stuff my own way, doing whatever I feel like doing. And I've been hurt. Man, what if that's God's sign saying, doesn't come back to me come back to me. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. I want you to tell your neighbor, neighbor, I love you. Pay attention. He's almost done. I promise. It's crazy, y'all. It's crazy. Jesus answered to this woman. He answered straight up. Look what he says. He says, if you knew, come on, let's throw it up. Verse 10, if you knew, Verse 10, if you knew. Mm. Verse 10, come on, somebody. I'll just read it. Verse 10, Jesus answered, if you knew the generosity of God. There we go. Come on, somebody. Jesus answered, if you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me. For a drink, keep it right there. If you knew, you would be asking me. If you knew, you would be asking me. Let it hit you. If you knew, you would be asking me. I feel like Jesus wants wants to wants to play that game we played. Uh, if you really knew me, you guys have played that game before? If you really knew me, you would know. Da 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 da. Jesus is saying to you tonight: If you really knew me, you'd know that I love you now and that I'm always going to love you. Jesus wants to tell you that tonight. He says, listen, if you really knew who I was and what I had to offer, you would not go to all these other wells. You would not go to all these different places and try to take a sip of something that will not quench your thirst. If you really knew me, you would know, come on, that I love you. You would know that I'm always going to love you. Let's throw that up. If you really knew me, you'd know that's, that's one of the last points, can we throw it up? Help me out, if you knew me, you'd really know that I love you and I'm always gonna love you. Romans 8, let's go to Romans 8, can you help me out? Willie, help me out, Romans 8, 38, and I, I wanna read together, it says this, to put everything, we just dancing up here, to, do, to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst, By sending his own son. Next verse. Is there anything else? Let's start from the top. Verse 31 says this. So what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? How can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son. Is there anything else He wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God, and at this very moment, sticking up for us. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between me and Christ's love there is no way no trouble no hard times man I don't know if you're going through some trouble I don't know if you're going through some hard times but that cannot separate you from the love of God I don't know if you feel like you're in hell but listen God will meet you in the middle of hell and you might feel like you're in the fire but Jesus is your fire escape and he's saying listen I got you I meet you where you are at this is crazy. No trouble, no hard times, no hatred, not hunger, not hu- not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in Scripture. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced. He's turning up. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can separate us from God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. You ever been embraced before? Not hugged, I'm talking about embraced. That's like Christmas Day hugs from your grandma, like, puppy, embrace. Do me a favor, stand up right where are at, right where you're at. Stand up, stand up. Embraced by God's love. Have you ever felt embraced by God's love? Embraced. Listen to me. Last point tonight. One sip of me and you'd never go thirsty again. One sip of me and you'd never go thirsty again. Let's turn the drums on. God, guys, I, I, I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight. Thank you. I want to encourage you tonight. God wants to meet you right where you are at. Jesus loves you in a way you never thought anyone ever could. And some of us have been jumping into all these different types of wells. Just a little bit lower. Some of us have been jumping into these, these things that are not quenching our thirst. But man, Jesus is saying to you tonight if you really knew me, you would know that I love you and I'll never stop loving you no matter what you've done, no matter what your past looks like, no matter who you are, no matter what they said about you, listen, I love you, and I want to meet you here tonight. Every head bow, every eye closed in the room. Come on, can you take this out of the way? Every head bow, every eye closed. All over this room, come on, just bow your heads and close your eyes, wherever you are at. Jesus meets you where you are at tonight. You might be saying, Don, I've been hurt. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what they said about me. You don't know what he did to me. You don't know what she did to me. God is saying tonight, listen, I love you more than any boy or any girl ever could. You've been going to the wrong wells. Come on, one sip of me, and I promise you'll never go thirsty again. If you're here tonight and you're saying, man, I want this well. I want this well. If you want to make a decision to follow Jesus, I'm going to ask you in the count of three to shoot your right hand up all over this room, every head bowed, your eyes closed, no one's judging you, nobody's looking around, it's just you and God. If you're here tonight and you're saying, Jesus, I want you, Jesus, I want a little bit of your wealth. If that's you tonight, on the count of three, shoot your hand up. One. Come on. The moment of salvation is now. Two. Don't care about nobody around you. It's just you and Jesus. On the count of three, if that's you, come on. One, two, three. Shoot your hand up. All over this place. Hands are going up. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven people in the room tonight have made a decision. Come on. Put your hands down. The Bible says, every head bowed, every eye closed. The Bible says to be saved, all you have to do is say your prayer. Confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that I am God and I'm Lord of your life. And you have eternity with me in heaven. Let's all say this prayer together. Say, Jesus, come on, every voice in this room, say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. I come to you broken, knowing that you can fix me. I give myself away tonight I give it all to you Jesus forgive me of my sins I write my name in the book of life and everyone says come on and everybody says amen salvation is all over this room tonight